Welcome everyone to episode 11 of our professional perspective series of What Cause Inspires You. I'm your host, Alicia Gupta, and today I have with me Natana Cabanes. What Cause Inspires You is a podcast founded for students ages 13 to 21 to be able to share the service they are doing in their communities. We recently launched our professional perspective series in order for experts in their fields to give insight to our youth about how to make a stronger impact and accelerate social justice movements. Natana is a VP of Strategic Partnerships at LA Works, building partnerships with Los Angeles changemakers to move forward the mission of LA's largest volunteer network. A history teacher for 10 years, in 2011, she shifted careers to study macro social work at UCLA. While at UCLA, she was a Bonnet Fellow at the Mayor's Office of Education. Her lifelong nonprofit career has also included work with CASA of Los Angeles and Coalition to Abolish Slavery and Trafficking. She is on the board of the Ridley Foundation, which gives thousands of dollars away each year to education centers in Santa Barbara and is former chair of the David Ruiz Discretionary Fund Committee, making recommendations for the use of funds in City Council District 4. While she loves her work, she, is all, she will always hold a place in her heart for medieval primary source documents. This podcast series will be available on Spotify and YouTube under Humanity Rising Voices. Natana, we are super thrilled to have you with us here today. We're ready to begin whenever you are. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm ready to go. Of course. Well, after that wonderful introduction, um, why don't you expand on a few of the things that I mentioned and tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired your work in the nonprofit field? Yes. Well, so I, I think it's in my DNA. I come from a family of givers. So my grandmother is a major philanthropist in the city of Santa Barbara. My mother was actually one of the first nurse practitioners um, to work in AIDS research. Um, and she still volunteers to this day doing um, testing and flu shots. And she's a remarkable woman. And then my brother works with Opportunity Youth in the city of Santa Cruz. So our whole family has always really believed, and I think we were taught the mantra that it was important in your lifetime to give more than you took. So even as an educator, I really was committed to trying to inspire youth to um, find meaning and purpose in their lives and figure out even in history sort of where were the undertones of the moments of revolution. I actually used to teach a class called Revolutions um, specifically because that really inspired me. So um, I went back into social work basically because I, I, I felt like I wasn't reaching my students enough and I wasn't making an impact enough by just teaching them history. And I, I would see my students suffering at a larger extent than I could reach. And so I went back into social work and social welfare to really study what I could do to make a difference in, uh, in, in, in youth's lives, in anyone's lives, and try to do more than I was doing. Awesome. And definitely not everyone can see the value in a history, especially when you're focusing on revolutions, you know, especially as a youth, history is always a class that gets a little bit boring at times because of the, the load of information. But when you're really able to dissect it, there's a lot, a lot we can learn. So it's great that you're able to translate that 
into social work and, and inspire students to really find the why behind whatever actions they are taking. I mean, it definitely seems that you come from um, a lineage of volunteers. But for those who are unfamiliar, why don't you tell us a little bit about the LA scene um, and the works in LA, the opportunities for people like you and volunteers? Yeah, great. So I work at an agency called LA Works, which is LA's largest volunteer action network. And we are an army of thousands of volunteers that are committed to giving back. And what LA Works does is we know we know that most people want to give, they just don't know how necessarily. And so our role is to really create meaningful and impactful volunteer opportunities that really help nonprofits throughout the city make the community in which they want to live. So um, I've been doing this for about four years now. And frankly, I have never loved my job more. Wow, that's amazing. I love, I love the quote that you said, everyone wants to help, they just don't know how. And I think that goes back to the main reason, one of them at least, as why we're doing this podcast is really to get those opportunities to help out to the public, to show youth that there are ways, many ways that you can get involved and make a difference. Because oftentimes, um, we just don't know where to start. So it's professionals like yourself, Natana, that are really going to be inspiring to youth and help them find their ways. So what are some of the most important issues in LA Works um, addressed through volunteer op opportunities and advocation items? Well, we, our important issues are the issues that are important to Los Angeles. So what we are is kind of a microphone for some of the uh, ills that are impacting the city itself. So we focus on hunger and homelessness. I don't know if you're familiar with the homeless crisis that is impacting LA, but it is at emergency crisis level. And so we have a lot of volunteer opportunities that center around improving um, improving the situation of unhoused individuals, advocating for more housing, and also um, serving food for some of the most food insecure of our city. We also do um, uh, environment and climate change volunteer opportunities, um, really about how to advocate and understand the issues of climate change and also give back in a way that makes our environment better. We have through 12 education. Uh, we have a large achievement gap here in the city. So a lot of our volunteer opportunities are meant to address that achievement gap and really close that achievement gap. And then we have health and wellness. We basically have anything that um, interests a volunteer, but we prioritize the things that really LA needs the most. Wow. It seems like if any of our listeners are in LA and they want to help with any cause, they can definitely come to LA Works to, to volunteer with that. Um, but I think a little difference is that I'm very used to, I guess, awareness building and social justice promotion online. It's the, a very digital era. However, obviously that digital era is only to support those people who are really going out in the fields and doing the works hands on. That being said, when you think of volunteering, you often think of events filled with large groups, serving food um, at beautiful parks. You know, again, that very hands on aspect of volunteers taking it upon themselves. Obviously, with COVID-19 now, um, we can no longer gather in those large groups. So how has LA Works pivoted during this time of social distancing? Well, actually, we can gather in large groups. We just have to do it online. So, and so what we've done is we have the wonderful thing about being the non 
that we are, um, is that it offers us a lot of flexibility to really respond in a in an effective way when there are moments of crisis. And so we kind we kind of met our moment here with the COVID pandemic because we were able to so quickly pivot our programming. We, we assessed what the new nonprofits needs were. We created online programming um, that addressed those needs. We created delivery programs. Uh, we understood that food was going to be a major issue. Um, so we started to really prioritize that in a different way. Mask making, we actually were getting a hundreds of requests for masks that were coming from hospitals and um, social service agencies. And so we created an on, we created a make a mask program that ended up delivering those masks to those agencies at need. And then we do um, wellness check calls. We've actually conducted about 40,000 wellness check calls on our homebound to check to see if they have enough food, if they're okay, do they need a social call. So we've actually created quite a bit of programming online to, um, to address moments. So there's lots of ways to volunteer. And this is the wonderful thing. If you don't live in LA, you actually can volunteer in LA because, and we have volunteers who are from Montreal and from Kansas. I actually got a request from Turkey, so the country to volunteer. So that's, that's, that's the opportunity that this moment has created. And so um, you can join one of our virtual call parties. You can join our advocacy workshop, which is currently happening online. So there's lots of ways to plug in. Wow, that's amazing um, and definitely shows that online does provide for multiple opportunities that might have not been there before. I know currently I'm working for external affairs for um, my undergraduate student council in college. And traditionally, um, the external affairs would hold programs for underrepresented career opportunities within the Austin area. I attend UT Austin. So, but now because of the digital era, we're able to get professionals from all over. Um, and that actually helps us expand the career exploration of our students. Um, so same thing kind of translates to the volunteer opportunities with, with the more digital era comes a more global awareness spread, which is perfect for social justice movements like LA Works. Um, but on that note, for any young people that may be interested in volunteering with LA Works, what's the best way to access those opportunities and get in touch? So thank you for asking that question. You can actually go to our website, which is laworks.com, and you'll find hundreds of opportunities um, and you will find something that will meet your interest and meet your passion and meet your availability as well. If you're looking specifically for virtual volunteering, um, you can go to laworks.com slash virtual volunteering. If you want to make uh, social calls for isolated older adults, you can. we also have a landing page for that. But everything can be accessed through our main page, which is laworks.com. Awesome. So be sure to note those down. All of our listeners, LA Works has plenty of virtual opportunities um, for you to be able to dive in and help your community. Um, pivoting a little bit, but in an election year with the national conversations around um, racial injustice, how can we empower people to become more civically minded? I think that's the question of the moment because I think people are feeling very 
discouraged about not having the power to do something about what they're seeing. And I actually, we host a uh, racial advocacy justice workshop that I attended. And I'm going to quote the, one of the individuals from that workshop, uh, one of the speakers, who essentially said, um, you have to vote. If your vote didn't matter, people wouldn't be working so hard to ensure that you don't vote. People are actively trying to make sure you stay home. Voting is one of the most activist things that you can do. And I know marching in the streets is very important. Marching to the ballot box as an extension of marking, marching in the streets and really understanding what you're voting for is a way to really make change. So I think it's more about educating individuals how empowered they actually are just by exercising their ability to have a voice at the polls. Yeah, perfectly said. I think regardless of the beliefs that you have, um, which policies you're supporting, change does start with legal action. Um, and as much as organizations like LA Works tries to fix the holes in society and those gaps, I think legislation is going to bring that picture all together um, to form a mo more cohesive and unified community in general, um, obviously representing its constituents. So definitely as elections come up, please make sure to get in those votes. Um, now kind of taking it back to our initial conversation about finding the why of what you're doing and actually taking those initial steps. What's a piece of advice you have for our listeners um, about how to make a positive impact in the community? How do they start? Yeah, so I would start with asking yourself what you really care about, what really matters to you, and um, what your passion is. So if your passion is animals, um, there's a nonprofit near you, very close to you, who needs help. The thing about nonprofits is that they are always understaffed and underfunded. So they are always in need of support. So um, find out what your passion is and find your local nonprofit and just commit yourself to giving one hour to them. Whether it is something really simple like filing, um, anybody can do that. Um, if, if, if it's to pick up trash um, in the local park, anybody can do it. So it's really about just finding what's nearby that needs help because there's so many opportunities to do that. Perfectly said. Um, yes, nonprofits are very understaffed and most of the time will take any help that you need. All you really need is a passion for the, their cause and the willingness to spend time and effort helping them. So that's always a great way to start uh, making any small change in your community and obviously from there escalate it to however much you want. But thank you so much, Natana. This was extremely insightful and I'm so glad you were able to speak with us today. Thank you again for having me. I was really happy to speak to you and your audience. Of course, if you're interested in more about LA Works or getting in touch with Natana, you can find more about her on Twitter at Natana, that's N-A-H-T-A-H-N-A, -A -A, or email her at Natana at LAWorks.com. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for today, but be sure to look out for more episodes on professional perspectives and what cause inspires you. I'm your host, Alicia Gupta, and I hope you all continue changing the world.